Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm here with my wonderful, beautiful <laughs> Walt Disney World-loving wife, Michelle. Oh, thank you, sweetie. Hello. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Saturday. It's a weird day to be recording it. We're Absolutely. recording this day on Saturday, June 8th, 2019, and we are actually... Yes, we are at the Walt Disney World Resort in the cabins at Disney's yeah. Port Wilderness Resort. Right. And, you know, it is, a, I guess, a weird day. But when you're on vacation, you really don't know what day is what. So the fact that it's Saturday, it's just, it meant today we went to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yes, that is what today meant. Saturday <laughs> today was Magic Kingdom Today is Magic Kingdom Day. day. Yes. Tomorrow's Epcot. Yes. Yes. I don't necessarily know days of the week right now. Yeah, right. We just know today's Magic Kingdom <laughs> yes. Day, tomorrow's Epcot Day, the day after that is the Animal and Kingdom Day. Right. Yes, yes. So. Schedule, yes. But we are here, we are here with uh, much of our family, Yay. some that are making their first trip to Walt Disney World. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have my mother, Patty, over here, and then we have our cousins over here, Chris, Joyce, and their sons, Zach and Josh. So yeah. we're all having a lot of fun, and, and some of them are experiencing the Walt Disney World Resort for the first time. Right, which is exciting and fun. It's always fun to experience the... Me- well, excuse me, experience Walt Disney World with people who haven't been there before. Yeah, it's, it's always fun to, to kind of see that magic again. Yeah, kind of see it through their eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. So uh, we'll be talking with them a little bit later in the show, but uh, we've got a few other things that we want to get on deck first. But first of all, I want to tell you, thank you for joining us today. Uh, you found us in the future. You can find us most everywhere you get podcasts, but uh, the best place to find us is our website. We're trying to spruce it up, trying to get a little more action on our website. That website is HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. You've done a really nice job getting some new things on there and like you said, sprucing it up. Good sprucing job. it up. Thank you. Good job. Baby. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Uh, you can also, of course, find us pretty much everywhere. Do you- or don't do. There is no, no try. try. Uh, there is. <laughs> You're such a you're such a <laughs> such a what, honey? I don't know. It's been a long day of all the Magic Kingdom today. Take a sip of this wine. Yeah. By the way, we are having it's cocktail hour yeah, right now. This is yeah. the only time we could fit in recording, so we're having a little snacks, having a cocktail, and enjoying uh, recording this podcast right now. So, uh, anyway, yes, you can find us anywhere you find podcasts. Pretty much, best place to find us is the website. But then subscribe to us. I excuse me, iTunes doesn't really exist anymore. Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts is the best way to find us. I'm so used to saying iTunes. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can also find us on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher. SoundCloud, a bunch of other places, but those are the main ones. Yeah. And we really love it when you tell a friend or family member to listen in too. Yeah, absolutely. Tell a friend and uh, give us a review, a rating. Those yeah. will all help us very much. Uh, we also like this to be an interactive show. and We like to discuss things with you on social media. We have a great time out there. You can find us on social media on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion yeah. Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to just kind of contact us about anything, a topic, have a question for us, you just want to say hi, uh, you can always email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, you can also use that email address to give us some feedback if there's some things that you particularly liked or some things that you said hey you know 
don't think you did this quite well. We want to hear about it. We don't want to hear that. I don't know what well, you're talking about. We do. No, we absolutely want to be a better show. I, I, I totally want to hear it. If there's something you'd like us to do a little better, uh, we appreciate the constructive criticism. Right. The constructive That's criticism. That's right. We appreciate right. it. And we have much. fun on, on social media all the, all the time. Totally. Yeah. Very much. A lot of fun out there. So lots of stuff for you today, including the first panels for the D23 Expo have been released. We'll kind of discuss yes. that a little bit. Some exciting news coming up for this August. And as we were just talking about, we will talk with some of our family who are making their first trip to the Walt Disney World Resort. They'll share their impressions after our first couple of days here around the place. Right. And they're very experienced in the Disney Park episodes of going to Disneyland. Yes. So, so they'll, they'll have, be able to compare yeah. and contrast right. the differences as we've discussed many times on this show. It'll be interesting to see, hear their take on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But let's get to our main topic. And this one, well, this episode is a very special Hyperion <laughs> Adventures podcast. That's right. Uh, we talked about this last week a, a bunch. Uh, when we did our five favorite Disney songs that made us cry episode, Michelle told a very touching story about uh, how she gave up her daughter for adoption. And it really touched the hearts of many of you out there. And we were in Arizona, as you probably heard a couple of weeks ago. And uh, that was with Michelle's daughter. Right. So we had a, well, yeah. So like you said, honey, that, that was, we've gotten a lot of great feedback from that episode. Um, it was, it was a lot of fun doing it. Um, and we really appreciate the love that we heard from it afterwards. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we figured, well, let's share some more of the details of that story. So, um, we were out there during Memorial Day weekend, mm -hmm. had a chance to spend time with all of them and, and then get Kelly on here to, to talk about it. Yeah, she was very willing to talk about it. It's a great story. And so we hope you enjoy it. Again, we recorded this a couple of weeks ago in Arizona. So let's continue on with this very special Hyperion Adventures podcast and go back in time to uh, when we talked with Kelly just a couple of weeks ago. So, Michelle, we are actually on vacation right now, currently at the yes. Walt Disney World Resort. So we're kind of going back in time here. Right now, we are actually going back to when we were a couple weeks ago in Arizona visiting our family. Yeah, it was a fun time out there. We had amazing weather and uh, lucked out and on that regards and just had an absolutely fabulous time. Yes, yes. So uh, the one thing about this is as we, you know, last week we looked a lot back at what we had done the year prior. And one of the big things, one of our biggest episodes actually was our five favorite Disney songs that make you cry. And yeah, that, that was, you know, obviously the subject, the topic was great, but what people actually were mostly interested in was when you told a little piece of the story of you and your daughter Kelly and kind of the backstory before that, that really touched a lot of people's hearts. Yeah, we really appreciated people who, um, you know, really got something out of that episode and really took the time to share with us that their appreciation of sharing the story. And it's actually a story that I'm very happy to share and very open about because it, it actually did turn out so wonderfully. Mm -hmm. And very happy today to be joined by a special guest. Yes. So this is eventually turning into the very special Hyperion Adventures <laughs> podcast episode because, yes, we are going to tell the story. We have here Kelly Cusera, who is Michelle's biological daughter. Hello, Kelly. 
Hello, thanks for having me. Yeah, so we thought we'd bring them on to actually tell that story because so many of you reached out to us and said you were touched by that story. So uh, we actually wanted to hear from both sides uh, how that story progressed. So um, I don't know how you want to lead into it, Michelle, if you want to tell your part of it to begin with. Sure. So um, for those of you who didn't hear the episode, we did share that when I was young, I did get pregnant, uh, wasn't able to really feel that I could... You were... you were a teenager still. Right, right. Um, and, you know, I was just in college, starting college, and I was really kind of financially, that that took everything. And, and, and I had to make the decision of whether to continue on through college and, you know, give up my child for adoption or quit school but not provide maybe the best opportunity. Basically struggle to right. um, make a family work. Exactly. At that point. Yeah. And so I felt like the best thing to do for everyone was to be able to give my child an opportunity to have a better life. And so that's why I made that decision. So as we said, that came out of when we were talking about our five favorite songs. And so... Um, it was a commitment that I had that I wasn't going to be disruptive of anybody or anything like that. So I made a decision to um, give my daughter up for adoption and, and let her have the life that she should have. Yeah, that's, that's very wonderful and very giving of you to do that in many regards. It's, very, it's a great sacrifice on your part. Now, let's get to Kelly here. Now, let's shift to this part. Now, Kelly, you grew up, did you grow up in Florida to begin with? Or where did you start? To- no, I was born in Miami. Yes, but then, right. Uh, my parents decided that they didn't want to raise a child in Miami and that <laughs> <laughs> took me off to Colorado. So I was raised in Colorado. But I knew my whole life, they had always told me that I was adopted. I even had a really cute little book that was a cartoon book called Why I Was Adopted. And so I always knew and I was always grateful for that. I only threatened my parents a few times. with, (laughs) You're not my real parents. (laughs) So it wasn't one of those things where they told you later in life, like they told you right off the beginning. They always told me. Yes. Okay. So what made you decide, I mean, obviously you knew you were adopted from, when did you decide, like, I I want to find my biological parents? I think there's always a little piece of you that wants to know. And and I was, always felt a little different because of the red hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Why does nobody else have red hair? What in the world? So I always felt a little different and wanted to know where I came from. And I, of course, had, you know, grandiose dreams that maybe, oh, Nicole Kidman. Right. Gave me up. Yeah. Was certain Sorry. It was some famous redhead. <laughs> oh, you're famous. You've got your own podcast. I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So close. Such a close Almost comparison. Yes. Almost the same. But actually, in high school, I had some strange illnesses that all the doctors, of course, were asking for family medical history. I missed a whole year of high school because I was sick. And, um, so then I really started searching, but in the days before the internet, it was picking up the phone and just taking a guess. And I had such small little bits of information. And then we found out that the attorney that was used for the adoption, she had passed away and that she was a corrupt attorney. Oh my. <laughs> no, right? like we had found this out through the news when we, when I had, you know, searched about her, found out that she was a corrupt attorney and her family had thrown away the files after she had passed away and some passerby actually found the files in a dumpster and reported them to the police. And so then the state collected those files and I knew that my file was sitting at a police station somewhere in Florida, but um, it was all closed. Yes. Mm. So that wasn't going to be the route. So I think I was, Finally, 25, my husband, or no, it was my fiance, sorry. Yeah. When I was 25, my fiance decided, current husband. my current husband decided <laughs> to hire a private investigator 
as a gift. And here I had been looking for you, Michelle, for like 10 years wow. at least. And he found you in two weeks. Wow. <laughs> so That's funny. incredible. Yeah. And just to clarify too, and, and Kelly already knows this, but you know, I did the closed adoption only for the fact that I was so concerned because I had seen horrific stories on the news of mothers who had changed their mind and went back when the child was like four years old and then just dis- disrupted their total basis of their life and tried to pull them away from there. So I thought, okay, this is going to be something that has to, you know, really work. So cool. Such an interesting story. So Kelly, now when you got to the point where you found out that Michelle existed and you kind of thought you might know where she was, walk us through the process of actually reaching out to contact Michelle. Well, of course I had this plan for years and years and years of what I was going to do. And my original plan was once I found her, I wanted to travel to where you were Michelle. And and I, I'm glad that I didn't because the private investigator told me you were in Florida and you were in California. So that would have been a long (laughs) mistake of a trip, but I kind of wanted to go spy on you right? (laughs) before doing any approach, because I I know a lot of stories. I've done a lot of research and a lot of people don't want to be found. Right. And so I was afraid that if I just came straight out and said, hi, I'm your daughter. (laughs) And then you ran away, I wouldn't know anything. And I really wanted at least one day of spy stuff. But the private investigator did not suggest that route. He had a different suggestion. And so that's, that's the route we went with. And so you want me to tell that whole story? Go ahead. Okay. So he suggested, he, we knew a few things that were accurate about your family. And so he suggested that I call you and ask questions in regards to your family. Just say that I was doing some research on the right. family and would you be willing to answer some questions? And he said that if you answered all the questions correctly, that most likely you would be open to being found and maybe through the process of the questions would figure out who I was. <laughs> your private investigator gave me way too much credit on that part. <laughs> So yeah, I called you up. Well, no. So then I realized that you were in California. And so I had to wait three hours for the time difference to think, because, you know, just assuming that you were at work. So I I made the first call and found out you were in California, got that number and then waited three hours and called again. And um, I was able to talk to you. Right. You answered and I told you what I was doing and you were answering all the questions correctly. I was getting the yeses. Yes, that's true. Yes, that's true. But when it came down to did you have a daughter in night or no, I didn't even say daughter. Did you have a child right. in 1979? Yep. And you said, no, no. What you had <laughs> said was, did you have a child at Baptist hospital? And I said, yes. And it's so funny that you and Scott were both born at the same hospital. So then when your next question was, it was a girl. And I was thinking, Scott, I'm like, no. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> So it wasn't to say, no, like, I don't want to be involved. It was like, no, I'm thinking of a different child. (laughs) Well, and then you had to go. This was the funny story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really did. Legit, now I know that you were dealing with Scott. Scott, Yeah, hey, can I call call you back? And I thought, oh, gosh, she's figured it out. So I hung up the phone. And, you know, I'd given you my information to call me back. But I, I told Aaron, my husband, oh, she's not calling back. That's it. And so we broke out the wine. <laughs> and when you finally did call. You two call, are related, definitely. Yeah. When you finally did call, I was a little loopy, so I don't even remember all of it. 
So let's go, Michelle. Now, this all happen, is happening, and we just right. heard a little piece of that. Uh, continue on with the story a little okay. bit. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to um, actually recognize Kelly. I mean, I couldn't imagine the amount of, I don't know, just the guts to actually go mm-hmm. look for somebody that, A, you didn't know what you're going to find, B, the concern of, like you're saying, is this somebody who wants to even be found? You know, all those emotions and things like that, that, you know, really is impressive and that I, I don't know that I could have been that strong. So kudos to you on that. But yes, I totally remember that night and everything and, and calling you back. I mean, I was fearful from my perspective of, oh, is this the call to say, you know, thanks a lot for doing that. I had a sucky life. Yeah. <laughs> and you made it so worse by doing that. These people were horrible. And so uh, fortunately, that wasn't the information. And, it, you know, it was really great hearing you know, that everything that I had wished for had actually come forward for you. And, and like, it was so funny. I don't, it's, and we've talked about these, some of the coincidences, like, for example, one of the things that I remember when I was pregnant, and I don't know why, because I never had dancing lessons, but I, it, it just crossed my mind. It's like, well, what if my child wants to learn how to dance? I could not afford dancing lessons. And that was one of the first things that I had found out that you had gone and had dancing lessons from when you were really little. And I was like, oh my God, is that not freaky? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is true. I, mean, I remember that night you get this call right. and I'm working at the time. I'm working nights at the radio station where yes. I was working at the time. And I get this call from Michelle and she's like, uh, I think I just got a call from my daughter. And, I, and you know, Michelle, we'd only been together for a few years at that point. And I remembered you vaguely, uh, you know, I gave up a, a, a child for adoption. Right. Like, yeah, I kind of remember something along those lines. But she's like, I don't know what to think. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I should call back or whatever, you know. And yeah. so it's an interesting thing. Yeah. But I told you, like, yeah, I think you should, you know, examine the situation and see what's going on and give right. her a call back. And then eventually he did. Yes. And uh, let's go on from the story from there. Yes. Many bottles of wine later. Yeah. <laughs> My end. Fortunately for you, I, like, <laughs> I should have. That's what I should have done. <laughs> but yeah, no, I called, and you know, and it wasn't long throughout the conversation that we realized that things were, you know, in a good state, and that we wanted to continue and look for plans to finally get to meet, which was amazing as well yeah so we flew out uh just a few weeks later out to arizona where kelly was living then and is currently living now and uh that flight out there it's only an hour flight about from san diego to phoenix you were petrified I during know, that flight. I you know. Were like, you were still afraid. Like, what What if she doesn't like, what if she's I, know, mad I thought it'd be still? like the what biggest if... disappointment or, yeah, <laughs> angry. But uh, it was amazing when we reached the airport. I want you guys to share your both sides of this from meeting each other for the first time face to face at the airport. So, Michelle, start. All right. Well, I mean, obviously it was super emotional um, and it was exciting. Um, Again, the first thought is like, oh, is, you know, is this going to be such a disappointment for you? And, you know, and how is this going to work out? And, you know, I was just so excited to be able to get to see you. So, yeah, it was funny. You, she, well, I'm kind of tall. Yeah. And you're kind of not. <laughs> You've all seen the pictures of Michelle. She is vertically challenged. We've mentioned it many times on the show. Yes. But we had, you know, it was neat to see that we had the same red hair. Yes. But so I just told people, oh, yeah, she's just my mini me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've shared that with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. But it was really special. And I did fly out my adoptive mom too, because yeah. I wanted her to be there right. for that. And 
Aaron, my fiance at the time, he was there and I got to meet Scott as yeah. well. So yeah, it was pretty special few days anyway. Yeah. 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 It was, it was really cool. And you know, I just thought it was interesting that you two were able to hit it off right off the get go. I don't think there was any, you were wondering, you know, we always went out there and I know you were concerned, like, will there right. be some awkwardness or whatever? It just seemed like it meshed really quickly, which right. doesn't always happen. And I, I just thought it was very interesting. And I still remember to this day that I took a picture of you two. There was like a little step into the living room. It's like a little sunken living room, a little step. And you two were sitting next to each other and you were sitting like almost identically the same. It's just so odd to me how these things work right. genetically or whatever the case may be for whatever reason that uh, you two were so similar in many regards. And right. there are, believe me, it happens all the time. I see similarities between the two <laughs> of you all the time. <laughs> Lots of things to blame on yeah, you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so yeah, you, you didn't notice the disappointment part when you first met me. It's just now. <laughs> like, oh man. No. But I, I mean, my phone. Yeah. So from there on, you've gone on to develop a, a pretty darn good relationship yeah. between the two of you. You know, I mean, I know obviously just coming up right after that, you were talking about your fiance, who's now your husband. You got married, right? Yeah, it was really neat to have you guys at the wedding. Yeah, it was a blast. Which yeah. was pretty special. And then, I got to be at your wedding. Yes. Which yeah. was really special. And of course, I'm, I always tell people how grateful I am for the decision you made because now I have four beautiful children that exist because of that Aww. choice you made. Aww, so you may call it a mistake, but we think it was really a good choice. No, <laughs> yeah. It was. no. wasn't a mistake at all. And right. Michelle made the exactly the right choice. And yeah. the result here is, you know, and there's, there's other things that we could get into this story about. Uh, Kelly's had an amazing life, yes. really. And I don't know if you want to get into any of that or if we just want to go with the story just as it is. But um, Michelle's sacrifice put Kelly in such a great position to live such a wonderful and exciting life. She's done some fantastic things. She's currently doing great things with the business she's in yes. right now. And this is all because of this. And it's, it's just, it's amazing. I'm in awe of both of you. You're both wonderful, strong, fantastic women. And yes, you were put in an awkward position so early in life, but you made the right decision. Oh, and the you. result is right here at the end of the table. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get me crying. So. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even need a Disney song. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> So, but yeah, you know, and I agree. I felt like it was the right decision and I'm just so grateful that Kelly sought me out because it's something I would have wanted, but again, not knowing what the circumstances of your life were, was it something that was going to be better or worse? Um, and I think I've shared this story with both of you that when I was very young growing up, we had a neighbor whose daughter was adopted and she didn't know about it till she was like 20. And it was a shock to her. I mean, like everything she had faith and believed in as her family just, you know, kind of toppled around there. And not that it's something that is permanently devastating, but it can really shake you up. And that was my biggest concern that if I tried to find you, that if you, you know, even though that was my wish and I didn't know that the, the lawyer was corrupt because she was a sweetheart to me. <laughs> Um, but, and, you know, and, and she was the one that, you know, helped guide me. I, I couldn't pick actual people, but bios of people and things like that. But even though my wish was that you would have known early on, I thought if that didn't take place, I wouldn't know. And I couldn't cause that kind of disruption to anybody. So 
Well, and all, but all, it's worked out. All the credit to Kelly's adopted parents as yes. well, who raised her so well. Just like you were speaking about, you know, how you know, telling this girl she was adopted later in life, how that kind of affected her in different ways. Right. You know, telling Kelly right off the bat, look, you're adopted. It's okay, though. You're still, you know, you are our daughter, you know, and... and the fact that, you know, we've been able to be, you know, and we haven't seen them, unfortunately, recently, but we've met them a couple times yeah. at the wedding and we enjoyed spending that. time yep. with them as well. And they're really great people and yeah. we've really enjoyed it. And um, it just, it, it just blows my mind how this all turned out as almost nearly as perfectly as it could. And the kids are fantastic. Yeah. You know, you got to hear a little bit of them on our show a couple of weeks ago, right, and, right. you know, and they're, they're wonderful cuties. kids. Yeah. yeah. So and yeah. We, we like when, you know, we don't get out nearly as much as we'd like, but it's so much fun. And, right. You know, and, I don't know. It's just, it just is a really great story. And there's so many more layers to this story that we're not even going to get to here. Please, if you see Michelle, you know, if Kelly wants to answer questions about it, she seems willing to as well. If you see her anywhere, ask her some more about this story because there are a lot of layers to this that are even more yeah. special that'll bring even more of a little hiccup to your heart a little tear to your eye yeah. because they're just it's just an amazing story I don't know I think you'd both agree oh yeah well I, and I'll give Kelly a lot of credit I mean you know I, I'm sure being adopted you feel like you have some differences from schoolmates and things like that and you took it to make it something very powerful even as you grew up and you know I don't know if you want to share anything about you know <laughs> what you've done with that but I thought that was an amazing thing that you actually made things better for other people yeah, it's true. Um, you know, it defined me in some ways. And I didn't tell kids grow a lot of kids didn't understand growing up. Right. I think today's day and age, it's different. There's sure. a lot of open adoptions. But back then, it was still kind of a little bit of a, you know, just things you didn't talk about. So right. I didn't we didn't I and I've got a sister who's adopted too. And we would tell people we weren't adopted. But right. you know, I was the the tall, pale redhead. <laughs> And we were living in Colorado, and my sister um, happens to be 100% Hispanic. Right. And hmm. we would tell people we're not adopted. And I can only imagine what they thought about my adoptive parents or my yeah. mom. You know, right? mil- okay. We had the milkman. I'm sure yes. they wondered if the milkman. <laughs> yeah. But, so, but as I got older, I, I was more comfortable talking about it. And, right. And, um, yeah, I, I actually started competing in the Miss America system, and my platform was adoption. So mm-hmm. I worked for a couple years actually with different adoption organizations and that that is how I grew to find out that unfortunately the ending to most adoption finding searches don't end well yeah because I worked with a lot of adoptees or moms or adoptive families to try to help them through some of those things and and oftentimes it's not a good situation when a mom has to put a child up for adoption right so now that she's got the rabbit out of the hat here, I'm just going to go ahead and, <laughs> and go on this. Okay, I didn't bring this up earlier because I wasn't sure how much you wanted to talk about this. But yes, this is how much Kelly's life has benefited out of the circumstances she was placed in. The fact that you know she didn't have to, uh, Michelle and she scramble for a living yeah. for so many years is that yes, she is a former Miss Colorado. She is a Miss Colorado and she was in the Missing America pageant. That's... How amazing. And yes, that the platform that she was on was adoption, uh, which is all these things when we met her for the first time was it just 
incredible for us to find yes, out. Yes, you know? it's like, I couldn't believe all this. It's like, wow, this is like better than I could have even written a story about. <laughs> well, and I, I always thought, okay, if I get on that Miss America stage and I'm on TV in front of those millions of people that watch Miss America every year, I thought, oh my gosh, my biological mother might be watching me. Right. And I remember we talked, you were like, I probably did. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was hooked on that. And in fact, even from growing up as a child, every toy, everything I would make into a pageant. So whether it was stuffed animals or, you know, or dolls or anything, and I would always get down to like the top five, and then I would eliminate some and get to the top three. So it's in my DNA. Yes. (laughs) But it's just so amazing that you, you know, you went in that route, because it was something that I'm telling you all the time, it was such a big part of my life. And I remember my brothers teasing me, you know, again, because of my height, they're like, no, you'll never, you know. And uh, I used to try to even pretend that I was in a pageant and stuff like that. But it's just so funny. Well, and it wasn't something that my adoptive parents, it's not something that they pushed me into or suggested. It was something I wanted to do. In fact, they were kind of anti like, oh, come on. Now, after I won, they had a fabulous time. And they really enjoyed the experience. But uh, yeah, no, it was it's kind of been a big joke. But it was just something I really wanted to do for as long as I could remember as a kid. So when I got the opportunity when I was, you know, just starting college to start competing, I did. Awesome. And this is just as a side note to this um, a little bit is that your Miss America pageant was the pageant that was starting to take place around the time of 9-11, correct? Right. We were actually, you know, I was at Miss America prepping for the show. We had our very first night of, or our first day of full rehearsals was September 11, wow. 2001. Yeah. Yeah, so they were over in New Jersey. Yeah. Um, you know, over Atlantic City, correct? Correct. Yeah, so really close to what was going on there. And the, that that had to be a fascinating thing on its own right of what was to be so close to the situation there at that time. Yeah, it was it was crazy and I was away from all family at right. that time. We all were. And uh, no, we actually even we wrote a book, the the 51 contestants. We've got a book and um it yeah it was an incredible experience. Yeah. We almost didn't have the pageant, but I'm grateful that we did and Right. Katie Harmon, who won, she was Miss Oregon. She was a fabulous Miss America. And she did spend the whole year kind of trying to rally the country. And we all went back and were able to do a lot of work in our states in regards to all the September 11th stuff that happened. Right. The whole thing is just a fascinating story from top to bottom. If you run into the two of them, please ask them about it because it's, it's just amazing. And it's one of the, it's, I swear, every time I hear it, it's like something I had to Oprah or something. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> That's all I think about it. Up to day one when we were on the plane, go flying into Phoenix and meeting with them. It's like, you know, like I'm surprised no one got the story. There was one point where I, you both liked the amazing race. We're like, we had to figure out how to get those two on the amazing race. <laughs> Only problem, they don't really like to fly. Much, other than that, they'd be great. Or, well, and I don't like to eat weird food. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it would have been a great story. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we really appreciate both of you two uh, sharing your story. I know it's not easy, but uh, you know the outcome of it is so spectacular. And you're both such wonderful, strong women uh, that really should be role models to many women out there. You are the best, really. And thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, Kelly, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks. I love telling our story. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so if you run into them on the street, at the parks, wherever you may run into them. <laughs> I hope you them, don't run into me on the street. Right, yeah. Well, not with your car, anyway. <laughs> 
And we, we've moved to that part of the show <laughs> yeah. where things just go off the rails as they do every time. So I don't know where I got them. Yeah, yeah. that's great. But, uh, that's, but, but um, you know, other fun things is too that we've gotten to enjoy Disney together. Yes, and we've, we've done Disneyland. Disneyland, Disney Cruise, and we're looking for more fun. Yeah, in the future. And of course, many, many visits out to see them. And hopefully we can get them out to San Diego occasionally more often than yeah. they, they get out now. But I know it's tough with four kids. So yeah. Um, and they, and she can't shame us because we're, we're just as guilty. Not oh, coming this, out are here. you kidding me? We're more guilty because it's easier for us than for them to get out here. So anyway, thank you so much. Thank you, Kelly, for sharing your story. Sure. Really appreciate it. So let's right. go back from the past and let's go to the future and, or I guess it's the present really. Yes. <laughs> So here we are back in the present or the future. Oh, I, I'm confused by the whole thing. It's kind of an Avengers Endgame thing where I don't know what time we're in and where we are. It's just weird. Well, we're back in our time, but when they're listening to it, they're listening to history. I'm even more confused. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, but, uh, that we're w- back to the future, but they're not. They're now back to the past. Oh, and it's the thunder, thunder. roars. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that out there, everybody, but we're, we're, we're in waiting out a little bit of a thunderstorm in Florida. Huh. And uh, we just heard it. We just had a little go out there. Hopefully this recording doesn't cut out in the middle because of the thunder and lightning, but having a lot of fun. So anyway, we hope you enjoyed that uh, really touching story between Kelly and Michelle there. And there's, I, I, it really touches my heart every time I hear it. I, I'm sure it does you. I yeah, mean, it yeah. Part of you, so, so happy that things turned out so positive so wonderful couldn't have expected that yeah it's every time i hear it it's just such an amazing story that yeah i i I said it during that interview it's like something that should have been an oprah right it's (laughs) it's really amazing and especially all the little small details it's one thing that you you know you gave her up for adoption and you know and she found you again but there's all these other things like you know the the dance lesson right right Interesting stuff. Uh, Let's get to, hey, we've got our family here and the thunder's rolling again. We have our family here. Maybe that's applause for the family. These gods are saying thank you for being here at the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, So anyway, we wanted to talk with them a little bit about uh, their experience here. They've only been here a couple days. We have a couple days more with them and then they're moving on to a different part of their vacation. But this is their first time being here after many visits they were mm-hmm. annual pass holders at the disneyland resort for a long time uh they i, I think uh, chris and joyce have been to the walt disney resort when they were very young it's been a long time right. a lot of changes has happened uh so you know we wanted to kind of get in touch with them and see what they felt about their first couple days here so yeah, let, let's yeah. bring them on all right so here we are we got joyce main who's my cousin and she's joining us and so tell us about your first couple days at the walt disney world resort joyce oh well, it's been fantastic thanks to actually tom and michelle Michelle. Um, Michelle. They Mostly have Michelle. <laughs> they have planned this trip to a T, and we could not have done it without them. And I think just knowing all the secrets that they know and being able to share all of it with us, even walking through you know Main Street this morning, and Michelle pointing out little things like that's the lightning rod, and these flags are there for a certain reason, mm-hmm. you know, and those are things that I would even know about or even know where to look up. So having you two as a guide is something 
something very special for us. And oh, we you. even said before we came out here that we would not have done this trip without the two of you. Um, <laughs> one, we would have done it wrong. Um, but, but more importantly, we knew that you guys would have elevated it to the way it's already been. And it's only been, you know, two days. But, you know, we we are very grateful. To well, well, thank you very much. Show. We've been trying. You people don't even know how long we've been trying to get them out here to this. We finally got them talked into it. We're like, yeah, we got him into the Walt Disney World Resort. This is so exciting. So we're so happy. And Michelle's been planning for months on this thing. We've been way back into what fall of yeah, last year. Sure. Sure. Uh, we started planning on this thing. So Michelle's done a great job as she always does. She yeah. always, she has the best tips and she does the best job of planning. So. Yeah. I mean, you guys have been prepping us since Christmas, you know, getting <laughs> the sorcerer cards and you know, the tidbits and all of that. So <laughs> well, oh, we have had a lot of fun with you so far. So, so now you used to go to the Disneyland Resort a lot. Uh-huh. Actually, you still do. Yeah. Um, you have, we were annual pass holders, not currently, but mm-hmm. you have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is your first experience since you were young at the Walt Disney World Resort. And, wow, it's raining, really raining hard right now. It's <laughs> nice. I love it. So explain to what maybe the people out there what the difference is that you're finding already in just being here the first couple of days. Well, we've only been to the studio so far and the Magic Kingdom, but mm-hmm. I think the theme that actually I'm stealing from Tom is same but different. You yeah. know, we see a lot of the same essence of Disneyland and the rides, um, but there's little details that you miss. Um, you know, and so as you're going through different rides or seeing different things, you kind of see a different, you know, Florida take on how it is. And, you know, it's been it's been fun to check those out and compare the two. And it's not that one is better than the other. It's just different. Yeah, um, but, it's, that. That, and, but that's what's fun is that they I think they were able to be a little bit more creative or think of things a little bit differently because Disneyland had already been finished. And, you know, then they did the Orlando way. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So what's, obviously you've only visited two parks so far. Mm-hmm. We're still, we still have Epcot. We still have Disney's animal kingdom park mm-hmm. coming up, but of the first two days, what's kind of been the, the your highlights so far? Um, well, as you guys know, we love to eat. <laughs> yes. So I think personally, it's been the two restaurants that you've taken us to. Um, the first one yesterday was the Sci-Fi Diner, mm-hmm. which was a unique experience, making you feel like you had driven into the 1950s, mm-hmm. into an old school movie drive through mm-hmm. So that was very neat and you know unique experience. And today at the, I think it was a navigation company, Skipper? Yeah, the Skipper Canteen. Skipper Canteen. Navigation. It's a really long yeah. name. It's like navigation. <laughs> Company Limited Skipper Canteen, if you want to really get it, yeah. So um, going in there, you would have, if I were just a tourist uh, walking through, I'm sure my parents, when I came here when I was, you know, 13, we walked right by that place and Mm. didn't even, you know, know it existed or anything like that. But because of you guys, you guys took us there. We felt like we were in some secret little restaurant and, um, you know, the place felt like an extension of the Jungle Cruise, which Mm -hmm. was fun Mm -hmm. and unique and different in that sense. So, um, yeah, and the food on top of it was good. So and delicious. So that was a a bonus for us. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Now, here is the key question. Yes. Would you come back to the Walt Disney World? Ah. <laughs> I think for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got now you have recorded. recorded. <laughs> <laughs> How could we say no? You yeah. know, like I said, because I think it'll be different every time mm-hmm. and with all the little notes and, you know, information and backstories that you have. It makes it special. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you. We were so glad to have you with us on yeah. this trip and we're having so much fun already. Yeah. And uh, it's just good to finally share this with you. So, yeah. so. no, we're, we are very lucky. So we're, we're, we're the lucky ones. But, you know, so, but thanks, Joyce. Thanks for coming no, on with you. us. I really thank appreciate you it. And we're, we really appreciate you on this so, trip. Oh, thank you. We love you too. Of course. <laughs> 
Oh, 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 she has a tip. That's yes, right. How can tip. I forget? Yes. Okay. Joyce has a tip for you. <laughs> I don't know how well known this is or not, but when I was trying to figure out a way to thank Tom and Michelle for planning this extravagant vacation for us, um, I called a few different places and for some reason they couldn't tell me where to send a gift basket. But eventually I found the right place, which was DisneyFloralAndGifts.com. Mm-hmm. And you can make your own gift basket, mm-hmm. which I love that idea where you can find your a specific container and then from there fill it with whatever you wanted from food to chotskis to towels you know you name it you can stick something in there that's disney and it was wrapped beautifully and it mm-hmm. arrived here on time and you know it was a, it was a nice way to send a thank you to anyone who's a fan of uh, disneyland disney world and also just um to celebrate any occasion too so, well it yeah. was we really appreciate yeah. the gift basket you sent us it was it was wonderful and touched our hearts very much and uh, really thank you so much for that and we've been enjoying some of it <laughs> especially the boys have been yeah. enjoying some of our, our gift baskets so that's been a lot of fun so far so Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So next we're joined by Chris Main, who is actually my blood cousin. Yeah. We're talking blood. Yeah, that's right. All my blood. Uh, Blood. Uh, We're so happy to have you here, Chris. And uh, I hope you've been enjoying your first couple days here at the Walt Disney World Resort. We've had an awesome time. Yeah, Yeah. it's been super special. And the fact that my wife just came on and said she wanted to come back. I know. We've been to some amazing places around the world. She said she would never go back to those places. So (laughs) I don't know what you're serving her to drink tonight for cocktail hour, but it's working. Nice. Perfect. Uh, The the Mickey magic is kind of working. It is. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. So she talked about, okay, some of your favorite things have been the restaurants, and I think you'd probably agree with her in many regards at the food. But let's talk about attractions. Well, you've been on a few of them. Again, you haven't been to everything. You haven't been to Flight of Passage yet because we haven't been to the Animal Kingdom Park yeah. yet. We haven't been to Epcot yet. I know you're going to love Frozen Ever After because you and I, Yo, Frozen fans. Oh, don't make me rush right now. <laughs> I'll choke up. But let's talk about... Uh, uh, Disney Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom Park and maybe yeah. what were your favorite attractions from those two parks that you got to experience? Yeah, so the first ride we went on was the Aerosmith ride which was awesome. The rock and roller coaster. The rock and roller coaster and so of the California Adventure roller coaster uh-huh. and so we came here and said oh we have to have the greatest roller coaster and the fact that it started off in the dark with a loop was right. just out of control. It was totally unexpected. So that was a great start to the trip. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I hadn't been on it in a while, and so it was good to be able to go on it again. And we totally I, enjoyed it. I just heard like you kind of screaming like a little girl. I scream like a little girl on everything. Uh, I scream on a little girl like a little girl when I'm in It's a Small World. This is so. true. This is true. It's a 12-year-old girl at heart. What can I say about myself? So uh, what about, okay, so that's uh, Disney Hollywood Studios. Unfortunately, we didn't get to get on Slinky Dog Dash, which I really wish we could have done. But you got to go check out Toy Story Land. What is your impression of Toy Story Land in general? You know, I I expected uh, a lot less than I experienced. I thought it would be just a few little trinkets here and there. But it actually felt pretty immersive. and, And it was really cool to see how much effort they put into it. Uh, on Midway Mania, which was much bigger scale mm-hmm. than we've seen at Disneyland. Disneyland is kind of parked in this little corner. But Midway Mania, I mean, I wish we had a fast pass. I wish we were actually in line to see all the effort they put into decorating that ride. Yeah, it's one of the things that I think I really like about what the Walt Disney World Resort has done with their queues is they're so interactive. In many of the places, you know, we went to uh, see the Haunted today, and, you know, the ride for the most part is the same as it is in 
Disneyland park, but yeah. the, the queues are very interesting. And unfortunately, we're, we've been doing fast pass. Fortunately and unfortunately, we're doing the fast uh, passes. Yeah. So don't get to Bite experience it. Yeah. But the uh, Walt Disney World Resort it really does that well. So let's talk about being at the Magic Kingdom today. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite thing you got to experience today? You know, I'll go back to the Haunted Mansion because my son, Joshua, he loves the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. And so he's got this book that compares what the Haunted Mansion looks like from Hong Kong to all the different parks. And he, and he looked at that and said, I know exactly what the difference is between wow. Disney World and Disneyland are. And so th- to be with him on that ride and to see exactly what the differences were, yeah. it was a lot of fun. So you like your own little tour guide in there, right? Exactly. That's nice. Exactly. That's nice. That's awesome. I love that. So do you have a tip for us? Anything you could think of that, that might help another person? Maybe if someone's coming from Disneyland to the Walt Disney World Resort that hasn't experienced it before? Yeah, I'm going to go back to what my lovely wife, Joyce, said. Always uh, go if, back if you, to your wife. It's if, perfect. If, if you're going to go to Disney World, you should actually just come with Tom and Michelle. So I advise, <laughs> I advise everybody out All there. All for it. Uh, I'm not sure what their rate is, but I'm sure it's cheaper than whatever Disney is charging. You should please just book them as your tour guides and you'll be very happy yeah, well that's really that's really nice of you to say well we appreciate that and yes maybe we should start a travel agency honey maybe yeah. we should get to yeah. work on that hmm. podcasting might not work out for you but the, the travel agency about that. we've been looking yeah. to get a travel agent to you know advertise with us maybe we just become our own travel agent so we'll have to see about that anyway well thank you Tour guide. Ah, even better. Oh, even better. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Just it. walk backwards really efficiently. She always, yeah. Michelle always has the best ideas. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Well, thank you so much. Again, it's been so great to have you out here with us. We're looking forward to another couple of wonderful days. But uh, Yeah, let's do it. Great. Thank you, That's guys. Good. Yeah, thank you. So now we're here with Zach Main. Zach, tell everybody your age. Um, I'm 12. 12. Wow. Look at that. You're getting so old. It's so big. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're coming out to the, you've been going to the Disneyland Resort for a long time. And now this is your first trip to the Walt Disney World Resort. What is your favorite things you've done so far out here? Um, well, Disneyland's really cool. So coming here was like just another level mm-hmm. because they take the Disneyland rides and then they add more to it which makes it even better than yeah. the rides already are. So that was really cool. Cool, cool. Is there a favorite ride you've gone on so far? Um, the Aerosmith ride was really cool because I've never ridden anything like it before. It was kind of a mixture of Space Mountain and the Incredicoaster at California Adventure. Sure. Very nice, very nice. What uh, are the food that you've tried so far have you liked? You know, is there anything special that you've eaten here that you've really enjoyed? Well, at the Navigator company yeah the long name one skipper can't just go skipper canteen we're good skipper canteen um the food is really good but also at the sci-fi diner the theme was really cool yeah and it was very different than anything i've ever like like all the like sci-fi clips the old old b-movie stuff that they would play there and everything yeah that was fun that was fun what about to drink have you had anything cool to drink out here that you like um yeah at the sci-fi diner there's good milkshakes yeah and i had this really good drink at the skipper canteen and i think it's called the schweitzer slush oh yeah it's like a slushy pretty much yeah so that was really good there was some other cool stuff in there there's like these little beads of something in there yeah, yeah there boba balls boba balls yeah that looked really like a really cool drink you yeah, like that it was really cool yeah yeah how about staying here in the cabins do you kind of like this area yeah the cabins are really cool because they're kind of set off from everything else so you have your own little private area yeah and it's just nice to be near everyone else so that we can all hang out. Yeah, that's kind of cool. We all have three cabins together and we've been having a good time. We're about to have some dinner here tonight and it's been a lot of fun. Cool. Well, Zach, thanks for joining us today and thanks for joining us out here on the trip. By the way, it's another thing I wanted to ask you. You've been now at Disneyland, Disney Cruise, and Walt Disney World. 
Is there a favorite that you have between all those? Um, well, I'd have to say Disney World because I think it's much more elaborate than all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Because there's four parks yeah. instead of two, and they're very different. So it's really cool. Cool, cool. Well, thanks, Zach. I really appreciate you joining us. And again, I appreciate you joining us on the trip today. Thank you. Thank you. So, hey, Josh, we're now joined by Josh Main. Josh, how are you doing today? Good. I'm good? doing really good. Good, good. Well, tell all our, our listeners out there how old you are. I am 10. 10. Nice. So this is your first trip out to the Walt Disney World Resort, right? Yes. Yeah. Are you enjoying it so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got to go and experience the one thing you missed. I know you miss it very much when we were at the Disneyland Resort is now you got to go back to the Hollywood Tower of Terror. That was one of your favorite rides, right? Yeah, it was- it was much more different than the one at L.A. because, um, like, you actually go, like, forward and up and down, which is much more different than the yeah. other one. Yeah. yeah. What Did they have any other differences with it, this one over the one you remember from uh, Disneyland, from Disney California Adventure? Yeah, because I think the drops were slower or... Oh, really? Yeah. They didn't seem as... They did not seem as scary as the thing that used to be in California, or was no. it better? It was less scary, but I, like scarier <laughs> i get it i know i know you do i know you do now let's talk back your father just talked a little bit more about you knowing all the details of the haunted mansion and, and so you were kind of almost his tour guide at the haunted mansion here at the magic kingdom park what differences did you see when you were at the haunted mansion well at the line there's a lot more differences like interactive things like there's like a piano you could play oh. there's mm-hmm. a couple like more like other sites like graves mm-hmm. and yeah and and then i also saw in the start of the ride there are a lot more different rooms than usual like there's this really um big room full of a bunch of staircases uh-huh oh and, yeah that's yeah. right and there's a library yeah that's cool what's your favorite thing been so far since you've been out here at walt disney world hmm i have to say either the haunted mansion or the aerosmith ride yeah that was really cool wasn't yeah. it yeah. What about, have you, has there been anything you've eaten that you really, really like so far? Yeah, I have to say, like, the pork at the Skipper Canteen. Yeah, that looked good. Yeah, the sauce was really good. Nice, nice. Well, thank you, Josh. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. So we wrap it up. We save the best for last. My mother, Patricia Root, Patty Root out here, yes, joining us. This is your second, well, you've been to the Walt Disney World Resort before this. I know you were with us, but was there another time? That was time? the only time. That was the only time? Yeah. So this is your second trip to the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, how are you enjoying it so far in the first couple of days? Oh, I love it out here. Yeah. This is, this is great fun. It was last time we went too, which was more Christmas time. Yeah, that was more, it was in December. We yeah. had a great time with that. This is more summer and heat, a little different, <laughs> but... We're really enjoying it so and far. And thunderstorms. And thunderstorms. <laughs> no, it's applause for us. For our applause. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we're having a great time out here. Now you got to experience the early days. I'm not to, trying to, I'm sorry if I'm aging you here, but you got to experience the early days of the Disneyland Resort. Matter of fact, I believe you even got into Disneyland Park before it actually opened. Is that yes, right? we went the day before it opened as part of the press opening Ooh. because... My dad, your grandfather, mm-hmm. was um, with the newspaper and got us in. We got every year, matter of fact, when they had new openings at Disneyland, we would go to the press opening. Nice. Which was really exciting. I don't remember a lot about it in <laughs> truth, other than I went because I was six, but <laughs> <laughs> I aging myself. <laughs> so uh, as you've seen Disneyland evolve, what have you seen that's really changed about it over the years? 
it was always interesting because every year they would add new features to it. And that was way before Disney World. So, I mean, like I was there when the monorail and the Matterhorn and the submarine opened mm-hmm. on one day. But there was always these different things. So you'd always add to it. Right. And we got so... Um, like in high school, we would go every other month, but we would have specific rides we would go on and then just spend the time just watching the people and everything. And you can still do that so yeah. much at Disneyland. It's one of my Disney favorite things World. to do when we we're at Disneyland. Yeah. 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 So that's so. great. So how are you? Um, and you say you're liking the Walt Disney World Resort. Now you've done the Christmas time, which I really believe the holiday time is one of the best times to be out here. How are you liking the... I know we're dealing with heat and humidity, but how are you liking so far uh, this trip out I enjoy it all. It's, yeah. it's, we've done some different rides, some of the mm-hmm. same, but mostly, too, I, I love being with family, with yeah. the whole family here and all. So Isn't that, that great that we finally had the whole yeah. family, or yeah. much of the family here anyway? That's, uh, yeah. that's really fun. So is there anything you've eaten so far or that you really liked? Um, I always like the whole fish at the uh-huh. Skipper Navigation yeah. <laughs> place. The Skipper Canteen is fine. It's such a long name. But, yeah, yeah, we like that too. But uh, I see no one ever said that. I like the food that you've been cooking here in the cabins. Why? I guess I got to work. I got to up my game. I got to up my game. I don't know what this is to it. We get breakfast every morning cooked by Tom before we head out. Anyway, anyway I was I was obviously begging for praise there, but. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. It's really great having you out here with us once again. We look forward to it. You're going to be on the Disney cruise with us coming up. We're doing yes, the Panama yes, Canal. Exciting. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. So I know you love that. Yes, and we're going to be, after uh, the rest of the family goes away, well, she's going to be staying with us. We're going moving over to, with our DVC points and staying over at Animal Kingdom Lodge, which yes, will be a lot of fun, yes. which you haven't experienced yet. I haven't yet, been so. to Animal Kingdom, so that's yeah. too Oh, yeah, you haven't so even been exciting. to Animal Kingdom yeah. yet. Yeah, that's right. So that's that going to be fun when, you're, when we get out there yeah. on uh, Monday to go check out that whole area. So that'll yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah. I have one more thing. Ah. I love the trans, not the buses, but I love taking the boat to the uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> to Magic Kingdom. Well, I love the boat that. too. That's it just kind of makes it that much more unique. Yeah, nobody really likes the buses that much, <laughs> but the other stuff, the monorail, the boats, always a good time for sure. Yeah. So, well, thanks again for joining. Thanks for joining us on the trip and thanks for everything. Love you. Love you. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> And back is Michelle as we wrap it up. So it's so fun having everybody on. Here. I know. A good time. And they did great jobs. Yeah, they, they really, really did. Impressive. Yeah. Really also, impressive. It's also good to hear how good a time they're having already on yes. this trip. And we still have a couple of days to go with them before they uh, cut out and head off to the rest of their vacation. Exactly. So that'll be so fun. Yeah. So let's get let's get to the Disney stories of the week. We always try and get you some Disney stories every week. Unfortunately, well, this week, obviously, we've been kind of out of the loop. We're out here at the Walt Disney World Resort. We're traveling didn't get to keep up on every story but there was one big story that came out this week and it deals with us because we're going to be experiencing the uh, d23 expo in person and as we told you on our last show we are going to be there at all the big panels and we're going to be doing a podcast every night afterwards to kind of wrap up the day but you know the big announcement this week was that uh, they listed the first of their big panels that are coming up for uh, this 
year's D23 Expo. Right. It sounded exciting, and there's some differences from past uh, panels. Yeah, from the ones we've been to in the past. So let's get to the schedule of these big panels. Now, they'll they'll be releasing some smaller panels, and they'll probably be filling out. There's a couple gaps in the days that seem like there may be some other things that are coming out. But let's get to the big panels that they released so far. So, of course, the D23 Expo runs from Friday, August 23rd through Sunday, August 25th. So starting with Friday at 10.30 a.m., it's the Disney Legends Awards Ceremony, which is, of course, they are when Disney honors some of their biggest names um, from all over, from the parks, uh, from the movies, just people that have really made Disney in so many ways. Right, and we actually went through that list a couple mm-hmm. episodes ago, and it, we were really impressed with the, the people that they've included this year and happy for them. Yeah, there's 11 honorees this year, and those, some of the big names are include uh, Robert Downey Jr., John Favreau, James Earl Jones, and uh, Bette Midler. And there's a, a slew of other ones, all talented. And it's going to be exciting to go see that panel for sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, the whole experience is going to be amazing. And it's always fun to hear, you know, the cutting edge of news that's coming out and mm-hmm. getting to see some fun activities right. and, and people Disney bounding and costume parties and everything. So. You haven't been to the D23 Expo. You're a Disney yeah. fan. Really, if you can't make it to this year's one you really should do plan it for probably the next one will be 2021 they tend to do it every two years so that'll probably be the next one you really should try and plan on it now for when that one comes out let's keep going on the schedule here on friday on august 23rd at 3 30 uh there's something new this year Uh, this is an added panel and obviously it's new because they haven't had this before they're going to be taking a look at disney plus of course the new streaming service that's debuting for disney in november and they'll have peaks at the live action lady and the tramp the mandalorian which is the new live action Star Wars series that's coming there looks really great and a whole bunch of other things that's going on so that's going to be a lot of fun too right it's just fun as they keep unfolding the news more and more Mm and as we're getting closer it gets that much more exciting right so another interesting peak on Saturday August 24th now this used to be separated but they've kind of put these two things together this year there used to be a separate animation panel and a separate live action right. movie panel this year they're putting them together so at 10 a.m. on the 24th uh, they're going to have the Walt Disney Studio presentation what they're going to call it so it'll be Walt Disney Animation Disney Pixar Studios and the live action movies which of course we'll find out probably then because we don't really know outside of um, Spider-Man Far From Home mm-hmm. what the rest of the Marvel lineup is going to look like. We've heard some rumors. They've mentioned some things. We kind of have some thoughts of what they might be but they haven't officially named them so i'm sure a lot of that will come out during that show and well of course we'll be looking at the future of star wars including of course what's coming out in december which is the rise of skywalker right right oh, that's gonna be crazy good yeah, that's gonna be a great panel i'm really, yes. that's one of my favorites i'm really looking forward to getting right. to that one for sure and then they're going to wrap it up on uh, Sunday, August 25th at 10.30 a.m. That's not going to wrap it up, but that's going to be the last of these big panels they mentioned. Uh, the Disney Park panel, which uh, they've had on Saturday in the past, but they're moving it to Sunday morning this time. Uh, they're calling it the Disney Parks Experiences and Products panel. Uh, so, of course, from that, we'll hear lots of what's coming up in the parks. Uh, you know, things like that. Kind of, we, we, they didn't really talk about it much. Right. They said they're going to talk about some of the changes that are coming to Epcot. But I, I think we can see speculate on maybe some more details about the Star Wars hotel that's coming here to Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, The new country that's rumored to be represented in World World Showcase at Epcot. Right. There's some rumors out there what that might be. We've mentioned it actually episode like yeah like one of our first few episodes we mentioned what the rumor might be and if that rumor is still 
hanging around there that this might be the place. And we'll be interested to see if that comes true when we get to that panel. Right. I mean, it's exciting. They're adding new attractions into Epcot, you know, like the Ratatouille mm-hmm. attraction. And so it's going to be wonderful to see. You know, I think it's been forever since a, n- a new country has been represented in Epcot. So that'll be fun to have that new experience. Yeah. So again, the D23 Expo, we couldn't be more excited for it. It's coming up here just a couple months away. If you're still looking for tickets, they're going quickly now. Saturday is sold out. The three-day pass has been sold out for months. Uh, Saturday is now sold out. You can still get tickets for Friday and Sunday, though. You just got to go to the D23 website if you want to go check that out. But if you have the time, if you can get down there, I highly recommend it, even if it's just for one day. It's right, really yeah. a great experience. You know, and to go look at the shops on the, you know, the main floor and things like that and the parades and all the activities that they have are just a really really fun time yeah and we're going to be as we get closer to it we'll be leading up with to it with some uh episodes on what to expect how to approach it the best and then of course like i said just a little bit ago once we get there we will be doing a show a short show every night just kind of recapping the day and what we what we experience when we're out there so that should be a lot of fun yeah a lot of fun and new for us too because we haven't done that yeah in terms of recording and right so interesting interesting. stuff yeah We'll probably be bubbling from all the excitement yes. the and exhausted <laughs> at the same time. So it'll be cool. So that's just it for the Disney stories of the week. Like I said, didn't have much, but we never wrap up a show without giving you some sort of tip, some sort of tip that'll help you on your next vacation, the Walt Disney World Resort, like we are right now, Disneyland Resort, any of the parks, Disney Cruise Line, Run Disney, whatever it may be. We try and help you out with something. And we always start with Michelle. One, because she's beautiful and she's wearing her wonderful Tinkerbell <laughs> top tonight. She looks fantastic, but also because she always has the very best tips. Her tips are amazing. My tips wait for the last because you may want to just stop the recording at this point because they really don't mean anything michelle's tips are always the best so let's get to it here is michelle's tip of the week well thank you honey you uh you you put the pressure on here for sure you know um and i i actually this time i think i'm just going to do two smaller tips if that's okay a duo of tips a duo a Just pair of a tips. little sampling. A pair a of t- tip sampler. <laughs> yes, the tip sampler yes. for tonight. Yes. Um, so one of them, and we've mentioned it multiple times, and it kind of came up today as we were in the parks, is, you know, really take the opportunity to look up or look around, have some opportunities to just appreciate where you're at and all the details and fun that have been built into this wonderful bar. I'm going to get here in this wonderful uh, resort. That's my job. I know, I know. So, you know, because, uh, you know, you can get really serious into trying to, you know, what's the next fast pass we have to make or, you know, this mm-hmm. reservation or we want to make sure we check on that. But to take a moment every once in a while and just really look around and, and try to spot a, a little piece of detail that you didn't notice before to make you really have a, a more richer experience there. Mm-hmm. So That's always one of my, you're, when you, talk about that it's always one of my favorite things because I, I don't I don't think people do that enough is look around and and really ex- experience what a f- rich right. full uh, amusement park land that they've built for you when you come to these parks because it's amazing the detail work they put in exactly I mean in and, and there's really 
anywhere that you stop and stand, you're going to find a little treasure, a little something. I'm not saying it's going to be an, you know, enormous thing, Mm -hmm. but just a little detail that you're going to say, wow, somebody actually thought about that Mm -hmm. and built that into this park. Yeah, I think it's great. Even if you're just like, just, I just need to sit down for a little bit because I've been walking all day. Just when you sit down, you know, yes, it's great to people watch, but every once in a while, just take a glance up, take a glance around what's around you. You'll be surprised what you might see. You may have been there 30 times before and you still will spot things you've never noticed before. Absolutely. Absolutely. And my other little tip is because it's also something that we've done today is, um, you know, since you do have time in between fast passes is when you're at the Magic Kingdom playing the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. game. It's just, it's a little fun. It's, it's, you know, it's nothing, again, nothing major or elaborate, but it's just a little something that's an added little feature that you can do while you're waiting on your next Fast Pass. Yeah, both Zach and Josh were playing it for the first yeah. time today. And like they they accomplished time. their mission. Yep. And yeah. They good defeated, job. They defeated Yzma. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> nice job. So, yeah, that's a lot of fun. And, yes, that's a great game. And uh, I love that, that Disney has thrown those little interactive things right. for people to do throughout the parks. I also saw, I think there's a, like a pirate scavenger hunt. Yes, I saw some people yes, doing that today, right, which right. looked cool. Uh, that's one we have to check out. We haven't experienced it. We have to check that definitely. one out and see what that's all about as well. So fun yeah michelle's tips always the Ooh. best <laughs> tips. I say it every you're week. so kind you're now just let's too get kind. to my little tip that really probably most of you already know anyway but let's talk about fast pass plus selections yeah you know, because i think it's important and when, when you're out here at the, the walt disney world resort you really kind of it, it, it comes to the forefront and and when you need a fast pass and when you don't need a fast pass so much so uh one thing you need to know for sure especially if you've never been to the walt disney World Resort is you got to know when your window opens up. Right. Right. So uh, you, when it opens up, if you are staying on property at one of the Walt Disney World Resorts, you have 60 days out. That's when it opens up to get your Fast Pass. If you have tickets, now you have to have tickets, both whether you're staying here or whether you're not, you have to have a ticket detected, uh, attached to your account. Uh, if you're staying off property, uh, you can make Fast Passes 30 days out. But uh, you need to be prepared for that. And the, the, the thing to know about when you're making these fast passes is have a plan going into it. Kind of know what attractions do I really not want to miss? Is it Flight of Passage? Is it the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? <laughs> we had a, a discussion of that today. Uh, you know, uh, what is it that you really do not want to miss? And then you need to prioritize them. And you also need to think about what attractions need a fast pass and what don't. What normally have sort of a smaller queue or a queue you don't mind going through or what you know some of the things like we went to the uh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Factory today you don't need a fast pass even though that's available you do not need a fast pass for that there's several shows you don't need a fast pass for so don't waste them you only get three per park on a day you can after you used them you can schedule more more, but you can only start pre-plan with three a day and they're in tiered areas so you kind of got to know what you're looking for when you do it so you know, have a plan going into it and know. And here's another thing. I, and I brought this back, uh, this up a long time ago. Another plan that you should do when you're doing fast passes is, is if there's a really popular attraction, say it's Avatar Flight of Passage right. or Seven Dwarfs Mind Train <laughs> or, or Slinky Dog Dash or whatever, uh, you may want to think about putting that attraction if you really it's your i can't miss this one later in your trip because when your day opens up especially for staying on resort your day opens up you can book for your whole stay right now there's people that have 
booked that are there starting a couple of days before you possibly, they have already booked for their whole stay. Exactly. So there are more multiple chances that people have already booked up some of those more popular attractions. Whereas if you put it more towards the end of your trip, you are booking that before a lot of people have started their chances. Now, this may be sound a little confusing, but the bottom line is that if you push that back, if you have a, like say, flight of passage, right. do that on your third or fourth day, there's more better possibility that will be available for you. Yes, and, and we've actually experienced that issue too. But it is, yeah, it is a really good point to state that, you know, and, and to clarify that you, when your window opens, it is for your entire stay. It's not, you know, 60 days or 30 days out from that day. And, and each day you get another opportunity. It's for the entire time. So mm-hmm. you're right. Making that plan is really, you know, very important to make sure that you're getting the key things that you want to make sure you don't miss out on, but to also understand that sometimes you're not going to get it, but yeah. you might end up getting it later on when you're there. But, you know, as much as possible to try to plan for that. Right. And you can also always check back, even if you've booked your fast passes, sometimes fast passes come available in mm-hmm. that 60 day window. Check back every once in a while and see if something has opened up. You never know. It does happen right. from time to time. People cancel theirs. And if you get lucky, if you're, you're the right place at the right time, you might still be getting, I wouldn't depend on it, right. but it can happen. It has happened. Yes. So uh, keep an eye out there for it. So yeah, that's that. That was a good tip, honey. Thanks. Just not as good as yours. No, Never I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I doubled up so I can, you know. <laughs> but that was perfect. As always, Michelle's tips, the best tips. Uh, let's wrap it up. We got uh, some food to get to here. So uh, and I got to get to cooking apparently. So uh, let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Let's talk next week on the show. We will be Actually, wrapping up this whole trip, we're not going to be at the Walt Disney World Resort anymore. We're actually going to out to kind of the Cocoa Beach, the right. Space Coast area, uh, spend a few days out there to wrap up our trip. And we will talk about the whole thing and kind of give a rundown of how it all went with my with our family, uh, with some meeting up with some friends as well. Yes. And uh, not only staying here at the cabins, which again, we're, we're going to do, do an episode eventually on these cabins because we love them so yes. much and we highly recommend them. But also um, we're staying at uh, the Animal Kingdom Lodge. We'll talk a little bit about that. We're just going to have a lot of fun talking, re, kind of recapping our trip next week. Yeah, yeah. We can get into some of the nighttime experiences too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be a lot. And we're experiencing a bunch of new restaurants we've yes. never been to before. So that'll be cool too. So uh, thanks for joining us. Please follow us on social media. We have a lot of fun. We want this to be interactive. We want to hear from you out there on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And of course, you can always email us, Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com and as we said at the beginning of the show if you have an opportunity to give us a review give us some feedback we really love it and uh, we want to make this a better experience for you all as well and we also wanted more people to to know about us so please tell yes. a friend about us that's the easiest way to do it just right. tell your friends you know, i listen to this podcast we enjoy it you might enjoy it too maybe they're just maybe they don't want to even do it on a regular basis but they're planning a trip out uh, we'd be happy to see if they enjoy some of our past episodes or this current point. episode as well. I also want to bring up the point. We remember we, we mentioned this as our special announcement on last week's show. Uh, we do have another website going out there right now. It's the Disney Dishes blog where I am recreating some of the dishes 
you find around the Disney parks, Disney Cruise Line, some of the movies so far. We've done the Hoisin Sticky Spare Ribs from Morimoto, Asia. And we've done the uh, Herb Crusted Rack of Lamb from the Blue Bayou Restaurant. And we are just coming up here, uh, probably by the time you hear this, uh, coming out on the site is going to be the Ratatouille Mm. from Ratatouille. Yes, yes. And yeah, you've done a really great job on that. I've seen the, uh, the blog pieces that you've already put together and may not have published yet but it's been also very amazing having the opportunity to have all that great food (laughs) thank you very much yeah and we have uh, some other things coming up we have the sishumai from uh the navigator company limited (laughs) skipper canteen that we've gone through that's gonna be coming up we have uh my own personal brownie episode that's one uh excuse me a recipe that's one of my favorites and we've got this peanut butter blondie which actually is probably gonna be the next thing that comes out after the ratatouille from ratatouille uh so we got a lot of great recipes coming out there and if there's a recipe that you want us to cover from that you're one of your favorites from the disney parks uh feel free to contact us and check us out we're on of course DisneyDishesBlog.com is where you can find the blog. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at Disney Dishes, Instagram and Pinterest at Disney Dishes Blog, and you can always email us DisneyDishesBlog at gmail.com. Right, and let us know what you think about that. And as you know, Tom mentioned, let us know if there's some recipes you want us to feature. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to hear your input, and we want to make sure we are recreating some of your favorite recipes. So, uh, we appreciate you joined us today. In the future, you can find us best place to find us is on our website hyperionventurespodcast.com you can also subscribe to us on I got change now so I used to say iTunes Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts as well as Podbean Spotify Stitcher SoundCloud a bunch of places we're out there right and if there's a place that you usually listen to your podcast that we haven't mentioned let us know and we'll uh We'll address that, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm working on a couple other places right now, and hopefully those will come through pretty soon. So. And like we said, uh, tell a friend about us, a rating, review, great. So thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Thanks to our family for yeah. being here. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. But until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.